Come on ahead, come on ahead, Alexander's right on that. Come on ahead, come on ahead, it's the best band in the land. Well, he can play a bugle call like you never heard before. On the 12th of August 1960, Barry, Morris and Robin Gibb, together with Father Yu, ventured to Sydney to appear on a television show, Strictly for Moderns, hosted by a particularly well-spoken English gentleman named Desmond Tester. Here are some of the boys I'm looking for. The Lee Henderson told me earlier they were down here in the audience. The VGs, Barry A, the leader of the group, come here. Barry Gibb and your young, and your young brothers. Now, come on, who are you? Which is which? Your twins, eh? I'm Robin. Robin? Morris. And Morris. Now, you all sing together, eh? That's right. And your brother Barry plays. Now, come on up. Come on up here. That's right. On up through there. Put your right in the picture. Put your right in the room. You're going to stand up on the high level? That's the thing. Now, is it true that you write your own pieces, Barry? It's true, then. And uh, what are you going to play for us now you've come down from Brisbane? Time's passing by. The Bee Gees, The Embryonic Years. The Gibb Family, Time in Australia, 1958-67. to 67. The focus in this podcast is the Bee Gees television performances, covering the period 1960-63, to 63, or more precisely, those performances that have survived. For a short time, the Bee Gees did have their own television show in Brisbane. Sadly, no footage has survived. Take the journey with me and listen to the birth of of brilliance. Oh. 
Written by Barry Gibb, the tune is a reworking of Gotta Travel On, a hit for Billy Grammer, which entered the Australian charts in January 1959 and was particularly successful in Brisbane, then the Bee Gees' home. A bit of a gap now, until February 1963 and the legendary first performance on Bandstand. You are watching Brian Henderson's Bandstand coming to you Australia-wide. Robin, Morris, and Barry Gibbs are three brothers who started singing in 1958. They've been helped a lot by Bill Gates, the popular Brisbane disc jockey, hence the name BG, which combines also with Barry Gibbs' initials. They've just been signed by festival, and here they are, a great act from Brisbane to sing Alexander's Ragtime Band. Come on in. Recorded on February 13, 1963 for that week's bandstand, the Brothers Gibbs sang Alexander's Ragtime Band, a regular in their stage act, through the influence of Father Yu, a former band leader in the UK. Interestingly, the song stayed in their repertoire for many years. I have it been sung in a Chicago performance as late as 1974. Their other song on that first bandstand appearance. Now here's a little story To tell it is a must About this unsung hero Then moves away the dust Some people make a fortune And others own a mint But my old man don't earn much in fact, he's flipping skint. 
Lonnie Donegan's skiffle hit was a bit of typecasting, the young cockney lads with an impish sense of humour. But perhaps less so when you consider the quarrymen's humble beginnings as skiffle imitators. It kind of all worked out for the Beatles, as it would for the BGs, just a slightly longer gestation period. The BGs first 45, however, was just around the corner in March of 1963. The Battle of the Blue and the Grey. The Isle of Man, Australia's newest and most sensational recording trio and stage act, the three brothers, the Bee Gees. Now it's gone, gone, gone. Oh, she's had passed away. It's gone, gone, gone. There's truth in what I say. It's gone, gone, gone. There's nothing more to say. All around us and the field is black with lead. You better start running, boys. 
Obviously referencing the American Civil War, I've always been puzzled by this choice as a first single release. Was it ambitiously designed for the American market, or just a good tune that popped into Barry's head? From a chart perspective, it sunk without a trace. Historically, it became the first in a long line of Australian musical compositions that were to reference American place names and events. The Bee Gees themselves were later to strike gold with Massachusetts, although at the time they'd never been there. The song was actually written in a New York hotel room. The flip side of their first 45 was Three Kisses of Love, much more representative of the general pop music trends of the time. The last time you appeared was your first national TV appearance, and uh, you sang My Old Man's a Dust I'm still getting mail about that. I'm pleased to know you went so well, and it's great to have you back on the show. Now this, The Battle of the Blue and the Grey, you've written yourself. That's right. No help from the brothers. Oh, no, you did all on your own. All by myself. And Coljoy produced the uh, record for you. That's right, Brian. As well as the other song, which is Three Kisses of Love. We'll hear pretty shortly. Now you, in turn, have written a song for Cole. That's right. What's it called? It's called Underneath the Starlight of Love. Uh-huh. And this is the slower side of his new release. Yes. We'll have film of Cole singing, uh, was it Put Him Down? The new one? It's so new. Yeah. It's a great sound. We'll have that for you next week. Meantime, what's I introduce you? Oh, I'm Robin. I'm Morris. Barry. Singing the three kisses of love, the Bee Gees. Three kisses of love. 
Bee Gees performed both sides of this debut 45 on the April 24th, 1963 edition of Bandstand. For their next Bandstand performance on June 8th, they were required to sing two covers, ironically, one of them being the Beatles, Please Please Me. Like so many others, the Bee Gees style was to undergo a period of Beatles influence. In making this comparison, it's important to remember that at this time, the Bee Gees were still a vocal group, unlike the Beatles, who were a fully-fledged band. Having performed a Lennon-McCartney song, although it was really a Lennon-only composition, why not turn to a song by a then-emerging folk singer for their bandstand appearance on August 19th? Listen for Brian Henderson's introduction of this as a pretty song. Well, fellas, I figure this is one of the prettiest songs around. It certainly has a message, and I know you're going to sing it very well. This is called Blowing in the Wind, and here are the Bee Gees to sing it for you. Oh, it is. 
to Brian Henderson, he was probably referencing the Peter, Paul and Mary version, which was indeed prettily sung. Looking at Vision of the Bee Gees performance, they do inject a degree of earnestness which doesn't fully emerge from just listening to the vocals. Only a short gap to their next bandstand appearance on September 7th. The boys were obliged to sing Hill Billy Ding Dong Choo Choo, which was roughly aligned to the country-ish theme of the show. We'll let that one pass into history and play the song with which they open the episode, I Want You to Want Me. Here are the Bee Gees. Sounds a bit like an early Beatles song. 
Alas, the composer of this song remains a mystery. The internet is full of references to the cheap trick song of the same name. It's obviously not that. I'd be grateful for any clarity. The Bee Gees' final bandstand appearance for 1963 on October 19th saw a couple of pretty decent covers, Sweets for My Sweet and To Do Run Run. The boys do a good job of performing one of the great girl group songs ever written. I met her on a Monday. My heart stood still, run, 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 run. somebody told me that her name was Jill. checking out the video of this final 1963 performance on YouTube. The Bee Gees perform on a wooden plank balanced between two ladders. Thankfully no injuries. Sometimes you come across criticism of the 1963 bandstand performances as too cute, even smaltzy. For me, it was a natural career development for what was then a vocal group in the tradition of 50s vocal groups. In the final analysis, the Bee Gees in 1963 performed songs by some of the greatest songwriters of all time, Irving Berlin, Lennon McCartney, Dylan, Barry Greenwich Spectre, and of course, Barry Give himself. Not a bad starting point for the birth of brilliance. If you want to hear that's funny river. Hey, come on, hey, come on, 